1: Welcome to the
0: Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea
1: K.
2: Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys all here with me tonight. There is so much happening and um, I don't even know where to begin with you guys, right? Um, Do we begin with a cyber attack that some people are questioning whether or not it's even happened? Um, Do we begin with... Um, the attacks on Israel. I, I don't know where we, we begin with you guys. I know that you guys are engaged in all of it that's happening out there. So we've got a couple of amazing guests for you guys tonight. One of which, um, uh, is just in time. He happens to be uh, John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat. John has been on many times before. He is an expert in all things related to terror uh, attacks, whether it be from a cyber standpoint, whether it also be from an Islamic terrorist standpoint. John is former uh, FBI and so his just just the perfect timing to have him on, on tonight. He's also very much in demand, so it's hard to get him here. So you're going to definitely want to stay tuned for John Guandolo at 6.30. For uh, friend of the show founder of judicial watch and then uh n- then moved on to found freedom watch larry clayman will be here at 6 15 he is also a fan favorite of the show he's actually got an interesting story that nobody's talking about today but you're going to want to hear this story because it kind of ties in in, in in a sense with the cyber attacks because you might have been wondering if it, some people wondering if this attack is real more on that in a, in a little bit. Um, but let's say it was. Some people are wondering, what's the FBI been doing? Where's our intelligence community been in terms of fending off attacks like this? Uh, well, Larry's got a story that's probably going to raise the hair on the back of your neck as to what the FBI has been doing and whether or not it could happen to you. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for all our topics tonight and if you want to be a part of the show we will spare some time save some time for you guys we've got a whole block at the end of the show if you want to call in 888-344-1170 Liz Cheney was at the mic at Congress tonight, trying to save herself, and tomorrow there will be a vote to remove her from leadership. In the meantime, 100 Republicans have have threatened to throw their popsicle in the sand and storm off and start a third party. But I don't. Yeah, 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 they're saying it's a battle between the radicals and the rationals. OK, so let me bring in somebody who's been accused of being either a time or two in his life. And of course, I'm talking about my buddy. It's DJ Potato Skins.
0: I trust all Americans to do the right thing. But we strongly advise everyone to especially, especially focus on DJ <laughs>
1: Potato Skins. Yeah, sometimes conspiracy theories are more like conspiracy fact, Andrea.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Um, it just doesn't fit their narrative. That's all there is to it.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. It's going to make, make me sound crazy. It's one reason why I'm glad that I've got John uh, Guandolo coming on the show a little bit. But I don't think it's crazy to be questioning. If a cyber attack, it, 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 if, if you can't hear it, did it actually happen? There are some people... Um, there's some people that are saying we're saying that we know that it's real that gas stations across the southeast part of the of the United States are empty today I've got some family on vacation down in Florida that luckily filled up a gas tank last night before they had to head home tomorrow because Pensacola is out, right? From Florida to all the way up east by way of Georgia, up into into Virginia, Tennessee, gas station's completely empty. The lines have been around the block, but some people are going, well, wait a second. How do we even know this? Did this cyber attack happen or are we out of gas in a lot of these stations? Because this is March 2020 and it's... It's toilet paper outage all over again.
1: Well, I'll tell you that the the response from the White House is just you would think this would be like a top priority. Okay, we got to get this fixed. We got to also make sure it doesn't happen again. No, that's definitely not the case.
2: Right. Well, one of the reasons why people and I touched on this a little bit last night. Um. As I was reading some quotes from the Dark Horse or the Dark whatever there Dark Side, Dark Side, this organization um, that supposedly was behind it or, or laid credit to it, I just don't said worry. That,
1: nonprofits are safe,
2: right? Not in hospitals, um, and they're only going to demand amount of money that you know an organization could could afford to pay. The response from the White House was bizarre because they said that they, when they were asked whether or not they thought that Colonial should pay the ransom that well we can't get involved in that and are, are you kidding me first of all this is actual infrastructure we have had this administration that started a few weeks ago with their infrastructure bill right and the joke was is that they were literally claiming everything from childcare to transgenderism was infrastructure that needed to be shored up and now we've actually got an attack on a supposed attack uh, an attack on
1: real infrastructure
2: a re- on real infrastructure And you're going to act like, oh, well, we can't get involved in business. Everything about the Democrat Party is about business. What do you think taxation and regulation is? What do you think about trying to force an increase on minimum wages? What do you think trying to force diversity on people is? We're telling boardrooms they have to have a certain number of people who matched a certain description on their boardrooms. But now suddenly you can't get involved. At the same time, on the heels of one of the first things they did was take down the Keystone Pipeline. He said on the campaign trail, we will get rid of fossil." fuels we will get you you have to you have to think you'd be crazy if you didn't question it
1: all i can tell you is it seems real convenient
2: it does seem real convenient and look at it this way whether this is panic on the part of people or not we went from being energy independent for the first time in decades where we were exporting more oil more gas
1: than ever then, before, than
2: taking it than ever before, and now it's like what 1979 all over again. And you have to ask yourself, I have to assume that this is a real attack, and I have to wonder where our intelligence agencies have been. Have they because because whether it's an attack in the form of look at all the uh, Islamic terrorist attack that they missed, whether it was from Fort Hood to the Sarnia brothers to San Bernardino and beyond Pulse Nightclub, they constantly missing terrorist attacks because one of the reasons why is because Mueller took out any reference to Islam from Sharia and beyond from the their terrorist uh, training manuals. Well, this should be FBI priority number one right now. Right. It should be. Sure. You know, it- they they especially since they missed the cyber attack on GSA back during the Obama administration, in which over 40,000 identities were stolen from the government, including family members of mine. Nothing was done. The, I have to I have to think that the FBI has been sitting around uh continuing up until like they were up until a week ago, ignoring what Antifa and Black Lives Matter were doing and, you know, scrounging social media, looking for every 75 year old granny in a MAGA hat or, or around January 6. But we know that th- that this is what whoever's behind this attack this is exact we are exactly where the Democrats want us, exactly where the Democrats want us um breaking news other today in the rona sphere, a couple of things with this the cDC um quietly comes out and admits today that they they might have exaggerated this just a tad the spread of rona. Um, being spread outside um, and of course Fox News their headline said it was a bombshell Um, I don't think it should not be a bombshell to anybody right now that the CDC exaggerated, i.e. lied about the spread of the Rona outside. These are supposed to be scientists, right? These are supposed to be the experts in immunology. These are supposed to be the experts in um, upper respiratory and virology and upper respiratory infections, right?
1: Again, convenient.
2: Yeah, they, um, they knew exactly what they were doing. The bombshell at this point is that, that anybody continues to listen. Anybody believed it in the first place, right? Then anybody believed it in the first place, and then anybody still listens to the CDC. Red State had a good article out today uh, saying that, uh, that how you word something means everything in regards to how it w- will be perceived. He's, uh, this, uh, the art- article says, the writer says, I could say you have less than 50% chance of dying from COVID. Would that be accurate? Yeah, we have less than 50 percent chance. Um, we have less than point zero five percent chance. So to to, to say under 50 percent makes it seem like it could be a really big chance. Right. And that's his point, he says, because um, it's truthful to say we have a under 50 percent chance. But you hear 50 and that sounds like a big number, right? And that's what they did with the outdoor. Um they knew that outdoor transmission was basically non-existent. Instead of just being honest and saying that it was a 0.1% chance, they said under 10% to give the impression cuz you're going to you're going to see that 10. You're going to see the double digit and you're going to be fearful, right? They knew it from the jump. And yet they continue to tell people that you have to even distance outside, had to wear a mask outside. They still are pushing that at outdoor events, you must be segregated. The vaccinated with the unvaccinated and that even the vaccinated have to wear masks. If you listen to Fauci anymore. You're you're. I don't I don't I I hate to be accusatory and call people names, but it's it makes no sense that you would listen to Fauci or anybody at this point from the jump. This if no other story convinced you that you had been lied to and this never had anything at all to do with health, but about control. I beg of you to finally realize the truth because our country, because this man is still saying we have to wear masks seasonally going forward. The same dude after telling you that it was spread outside and and basically remember when the Houston, uh, t- Texas, whatever baseball uh, team was going to uh, have people there that he Who said. Who was sitting in the stands with no mask? It was going to be a super spreader. Remember when the kids last year at spring break around on the beaches? Oh, that's going to be a super spreader. He's been he's been threatening that we're going to have super spreaders forever. Other a couple other things to mention that uh, came out today. Um. Was Rand Paul finally Senator Rand Paul? This is getting big, and this is one reason why I think Fauci is doubling down on a lot of his crap, and and um, because the truth about him. He's got to continue to keep you fearful. He's got to, Fauci's got to continue to to make you think that he's been truthful from the jump because he's trying to cover the reality. We know that there were emails that were leaked that China had from years ago, where China had said that they were going to use a, a, a coronavirus uh, manufactured in a lab to bring up up on the third world war. We also know. That in 2019, this is Emerald Robinson. Peter Dazak of Echo Health Alliance said in a video interview that he was genetically altering bad viruses in a lab. Quote, you can manipulate them in the lab pretty easily. The spike protein drives a lot of what happens with the coronavirus. Who funded him? Dr. Fauci and the NIH. Senator Rand Paul today. Dr. Fauci dissembled or tried to hide his longtime support for gain of function research, which creates superviruses that jump from animals to humans. Every bit of this was created in a lab in Wuhan, funded by the United States of America, and then it was exploited to seize control of this country, dangling vac- the vaccines out there, and to continue, uh, which we've talked about many times, our concerns about these vaccines. It is time for the American public to wake up and wise up to what's happening here with our country and the CDC. We're going to take a break. We're past the point of a break. We've got Larry Klayman coming in on the other side to talk about a shocking story involving the FBI. Stay tuned.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page
1: at Andrea K Kay.
0: spelled K A Y E.
1: Andrea K bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Yes, DJ Potato skins. I was looking at food videos during the break. <laughs> I have been starving all day. Um. Uh, I've been getting so many like weird, bizarre uh, Facebook friend requests. In fact, somebody used a, the, a childhood pic of one of my dear friends to create a bot account the other day. Uh, like I wouldn't recognize it, right? <laughs> I'm, uh, but I'm accepting any friend request from somebody that has on their pick. I don't care if you've had your vaccine, right? That's my numero uno. Um, I'm loving anybody with that. You got something you want to say? Oh,
1: soon? I just thought maybe they were going to be from the food network
2: or right. something. <laughs> um, speaking of good friends, super excited to have this one with me tonight. Larry Clayman, founder of Judicial Watch and now of Freedom Watch. He's always brings amazing insight. Every time I have him on the show, people are like, you got to get him back more often. I'd have him on every night if I could. And he's got a story tonight. We were, we were talking about the break with this supposed cyber attack. It's like, where's our FBI been? And the 17 intelligence agencies, right? Why, why weren't they working to prevent this? Cause they've been targeting innocent Americans across the country. And Larry Clayman is with us tonight with a shocking story of the FBI seizing people's personal property. Uh, hi, Larry Clayman. Welcome back to the Andrea Kay Show. Andrew,
3: yes, thank you for that uh, nice word of wisdom. I, I feel the same way about you. I love coming along with you because you're, you're a soul sister.
2: Oh, thank you. I understand
3: what's going on.
2: I try. I try to stay informed. It's really hard, Larry, because it's like shock and awe of what's happening in this country. It's hard for me to uh, to stay on top of everything from the cyber attacks going on, and now we suddenly, for the first time since 1979, people can't get gas. Right? We've got you know since since uh, 2014, for the first time now we've got Israel. I mean, the Iron Dome is being overwhelmed. You know, uh, people still una- unable to you know keep their businesses going while people are paid you know to to stay home from work, and now. We we, now we got the FBI targeting innocent Americans. It's hard for me to stay on top of it. and when I saw this article about what happened w- with safety deposit boxes, I thought now we got to worry about this, Larry Claman. what happened here?
3: Well, they've been doing surveillance for a very long time mass surveillance FBI, CIA, NSA Defense intelligence agencies we know that post. Edward Snowden, and I've gotten two preliminary injunctions against the intelligence agencies and the FBI during the Obama years, and that gave rise to the USA Freedom Act, but they're still violating it. They don't care. They're above the law in their opinion, and they'd rather spend their time, like you said, rounding up innocent, peaceful Americans who were simply there in support of Donald Trump on January 6th. On top of that, uh, the the Biden-Harris administration has sparmed out, we believe, to big tech. There have been reports of that. To have them do the spine mm-hmm. on the american people to get around the fourth amendment they think it doesn't and i'm going to bring a lawsuit in that regard but the fbi has been turned into biden and harris's own gestapo and, and it's really sad i can't believe the agencies want to do what they're being ordered to do at least the line agents aren't but they're doing it and it, the whole idea is to terrorize the american people as biden said when he gave his so-called state of the union speech a couple weeks ago The biggest threat to this country, in his opinion, are white domestic terrorists, meaning white people in general. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to keep the majority down so the radical left can seize total control and keep control of it.
2: You know, back when uh, this first started, the Mueller investigation, and you know, we started, you know, p- peeling back layers involving the FISA courts and Comey and FBI and the DOJ. There was a couple people high up in, in 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 media, one national host, pretty much at the top of the of the stack, who spent every day saying it's just a few people at the top of the FBI, just a few people at the top. And I thought it can't be just a few people at the top because there's a whole lot of people at the at the lower levels that have to be involved to be pulling off the crap that's going on you know in this country and that's what what's you know the, and i think the story about what happened with these safe deposit boxes in beverly hills supports my notion that you know the the leaders wouldn't be able to pull off the crap that they've pulled off if they didn't have a whole lot at the, at the local level out there willing willing to be the gestapo for them and be the brown shirts tell everybody what happened with these safe well, deposit boxes well, I
3: mean, the FBI violated them. I mean, they violated them just like they violated Giuliani. They got everything from him through his cloud, you know, on mm-hmm. on Apple. Apple, that's what they do. It backdoors. I'll tell you a story. I had represented a whistleblower who left uh, the FBI and the CIA and the NSA as a contractor with 47 hard drives, 600 million pages of information, some of it classified. I went through a judge in Washington, D.C., Royce Lambert, to James Comey, because we thought at that time he may be somewhat honest. We later found out otherwise. In fact, what he was trying to do was to take all of that off the market, because the FBI was implicated during his reign. But I go in with this whistleblower to do a confidential interview in a secret, soundproof room at Washington Field the headquarters of the FBI, and the agents say to me, by the way, these are the same agents, William Giardina and William Barnett who were Comey's right hand Gestapo agents that furthered the Russian collusion investigation. These were his guys. And we give an interview and they tell me before I do that, leave your cell phone at the desk. I said, I can't, I'm expecting the call. And then they said, well, turn it off. So I go into the room in the middle of the interview. It turns on. I mean, I didn't touch it. it just turns on. They have the capability. The spy agencies and the FBI to turn your smart TV on to watch you, to hear you, to know everything that you're doing at every single moment. So it comes as no surprise that the FBI would seize safety deposit box. No surprise that we have no privacy and Mm -hmm. no surprise. They want us to know that because Biden and Harris want to make sure that anybody that rises up that challenges them Mm -hmm. will know that they can be destroyed
2: yeah what happened with i'm glad you referenced giuliani because what happened was and and they they used a uh, warrant as an excuse to go in and seize everything uh that they wanted uh in their net except hunter biden's laptop by the way so in the course of that they got into his cloud and your attorneys are supposed to have attorney-client privilege and but it, when when they throw the net out In the warrant, the way that they did and got into his cloud, they were able to breach attorney-client privilege by violating the Fourth Amendment, by snooping through everything that was in the cloud. What happened with this, there was this company in L.A., Beverly Hills, that provided... Uh, safe deposit boxes under, under uh, what they pitched to people was this is a place for you to get a safe deposit box with anonymity, with privacy. They were under, they were under suspicion, probable, they, I guess maybe there was probable cause that, uh, uh, that they were involved in felonious activity. So a search warrant was issued. And then in the course of that, the FBI said, well, we got, you know, what are we going to do with all these safety deposit boxes? Well, we'll hold them for good keeping, right? Which was just a way for them to seize people's private property. And the people who own these safe deposit boxes now have to petition to get their property back and and re- revealing who they are. They've got to identify the property and basically ensnaring them in a criminal investigation when they did nothing wrong. Did I categorize that well, right?
3: That's right. No, you, you did. I mean, excellent uh, synopsis, you know. Uh, Bill Barr was ordered essentially by President Trump to fire the director of the FBI, Robert Ray, who's simply a yes man. That's all he is. Whoever he's with, he's like Zelig, Woody Allen Zelig. He turns into whoever is in power. Right now, he is furthering this tyranny by the Biden-Harris regime Mm -hmm. and by the left. And he's rubber stamping it. And he's allowing his agents to do this on a multi-front. You know, frankly, we've never seen it before to this degree, American history but they want to be obvious about it they want you to know about it because they don't want you to raise your head and even criticize what they're doing and Trump he's still under surveillance I'm still under surveillance strange things happen on my cell phone you probably are too Andrea anybody that they think is a threat uh, they will invade their privacy and violate Fourth Amendment.
2: Meanwhile, Liz Cheney tonight is on the microphone. Larry Klayman yammering that she's the voice of trying to protect democracy and going against President Trump. While you know, and, and she was fist bumping Biden. Mm-hmm. You know, where's our freedom? You know, she she's the one supposedly fighting for freedom. You know, if she gave a crap about my freedom or anybody else's, Larry Klayman, she would be she would be saying the same words that you are. She would be speaking out against this deep. State that is targeting Americans uh, who have done absolutely no, I mean, nothing she, wrong. No,
3: she's, it- a, she's a despot, Andrea. I mean, look, her father at one point was a you know he did some good things, you know, but his father, her his her father went off the rails. He was the one that instituted this mass surveillance under Bush. And then Obama picked it up and made it even worse. Mm -hmm. And and the poor lady, the only reason I'm sorry for her is that she looks like her her dad in a skirt. (laughs) (laughs) Poor woman, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, it could be worse. She could look like Hillary Clinton. Larry Klayman, thank you for being here. I I, got to make sure that you're on at least once a week because you just are really, you are the one that's really fighting for freedom and protecting our, doing what you can to, to protect our republic. And I appreciate you. Thank you, Larry Klayman.
3: Mutually, thank you, Andrew.
2: All right. Now, stay tuned because we got more about understanding the threat. John Guandolo from Understanding the Threat will be here. He's going to weigh in on his expertise on what's happening with this attack on Colonial Pipeline, as well as we're going to talk about the attacks. Over 400 rockets fired into Israel. Stay tuned.
0: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page
1: at Andrea K, Kay.
0: Spelled K-A-Y-E.
1: News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Earlier today, these Israel Defense Forces tweeted out, in the last 24 hours, Hamas and Islamic Jihad have launched continuous attacks on Israel from Gaza. The IDF is operating in response to these attacks by striking terror targets and operatives in Gaza. This is Operation Guardian of the Walls. Joining me now to discuss this and more is John Guandolo. He is president and founder of Understanding the Threat, which is the only organization in America providing tools to leaders, police, and citizens to identify and dismantle jihadi, terrorist, and communist networks. And their local communities he currently advises governments and u.s. and others on on all matters related to national security uh, specifically the threat from the global islamic movement he's author of the book sharia the threat to america and other books his latest book is islam's deception the truth about sharia and he joins me now hi john guandolo welcome back to the andrea k show
4: Thanks, Andrea. It's great to be back on with you.
2: Well, I wish that we had something better to talk about. Um, it, it, am I? Somebody said today that this was. These are the first attacks uh, since twenty fourteen. Why now?
4: Well, it's interesting. First of all, Ramadan. Um, Ramadan has a special significance in Islam. Uh, those people, those men and women that have served in the uh, AOR in the combat zone in Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria and elsewhere know that Ramadan is when you've got to be on real alert because they will make attacks because of the special um, account Islam takes for attacks during Ramadan. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's one part of it. Uh, The other part is this is part of the ongoing global jihad against the non-Muslim community. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, we're, we're dealing with a continuation of that uh, right now. But I think Ramadan is also a big part of this.
2: Well, I think and its funded, it's also partly because a couple of reasons. I think we've had an administration change. I think they they know over there. President Trump issued a statement today. And he said that, um, you know, it, when he was president, he was known as the peace president. Uh, it was the peace presidency because Israel's adversaries knew. And I'm reading from his statement today that the United States stood strongly with Israel and there would be swift retribution if Israel uh, was attacked under Biden. The world is getting more violent and more unstable because of Biden's weakness and lack of support. I would say in this region, I would ask you, is it could it also have to do with the fact that as part of our covid relief bill, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars were given to uh, the Palestinian uh, government, which is nothing but a front group, you know, for Hamas?
4: Of course, Um, the fact that uh, and I completely agree with your assessment there, the fact that under this administration, uh, it has been completely pro Hamas, pro Muslim Brotherhood, uh, pro Iran, pro Shia, um, not to mention pro communist, pro uh, enemy of America. So, of course, this is, uh, we see this cyclically when people mm-hmm. like this are in power in the United States. Weak presidents uh, bring on this kind of behavior by bad people. Because they know they're not only not going to be punished for it, they're uh, they're going to be rewarded for it. And they already have with with money. So yes, I I concur with what you just said.
2: Well, I, I had uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, we learned that John Kerry had been, uh, while the Trump administration, while Trump was President of the United States, that John Kerry had, you know, Iran, by the way, before I get into that, Iran, by the way, is the number one state sponsor of terror and is one of the funders of Hamas, isn't it? So Iran is is involved here and you know, Iran's been emboldened. Iran's happy now because they got the administration that, that they want, including John Kerry, who we found out a couple, from a couple of weeks ago that he had been given Iran uh, our troop movement in relation to israel
4: yes well so a couple things you just said there that i'd like to comment on hamas uh, for the last several years has been the largest funder of iran has been the largest funder of hamas Uh, so yes that's correct and so government analysts who say that uh, the sunni and the shia don't work together are grossly ignorant uh, as well as media pundits that say the same thing. Uh, what we're seeing at the international level, as well as down to the local level, uh, are Shia, Sunni, Muslims, and communists working together. Like when I say down to the ground level, I mean like in San Diego, in Los Angeles, in Dallas, in Houston, in Kansas City, Kansas, New York, Miami, et cetera. We're, we're seeing that at the ground level. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, these are, these are very significant issues. What you're bringing up, what we've seen with U.S. government officials committing espionage, uh, committing treason, sedition, as we've talked about on your show, uh, when these things go unpunished and unprosecuted, you embolden American elected officials and businesses who are supporting overtly. Enemies of the United States and the Department of Justice uh, and others um, like GOP leadership are not calling for espionage and treason against John Kerry, for instance, or against fill in the blank. There's a whole litany of people.
2: Yeah, no, no Liz Cheney. Yeah, Liz Cheney's up there still still, you know, yammering on about the bad guy, orange man bad. You know, that's what most of the GOP leader, GOP establishment is yammering about. Instead, you know, um, and we haven't even yet to get into the cyber attack on on our pipeline. And, you know, it, it's like it's like the G- Republican Party sees orange man as as, you know, the real enemy, not the people in Iran who have who teach their children to chant death to America in their schools all all day long and have stated that it there to be their mission to wipe Israel and the United States off the map. They're not the enemy. No, Trump and his supporters are the enemy. That's where the Republican party is. Yes.
4: It, that's exactly right. And what we're seeing around the country with, uh, both at the national GOP level, and even in many of the states, the GOP, um, saying, you know, we, you know, just status quo. Mm-hmm. So the people are saying one thing and GOP leadership, uh, a large portion of them are, uh, are are going with status quo instead mm-hmm. of what the will of the people is, which is let's support the party platform, which is liberty, free market economy, pro-life, defending the right to life, property, the pursuit of happiness, right? And um, they're not. I, As I've shared with you on this show, I the greatest threat to the republic has been the GOP establishment. Because the Democrats do what Democrats do, which is mm-hmm. work with communists to destroy the country. Mm-hmm. Jihadis do what jihadis do. And greedy people will go with whoever will make them money. And that's that's what they do. Republicans have the word republic in their freaking name. yeah, And that means they should be abiding by their oath of office and defending the republic. And they're not.
2: Quickly about, um, they're not, um, the cyber attack on colonial pipeline. Um, there are people questioning today whether or not it's even real because, you know, it seems as though it's dragging on. It seems as though, people, well, of course, if you can't see a cyber attack, you can't see a building taken down. It's like if, if you can't see it or if a tree falls in the forest, is it real? Right. So people are questioning if this isn't just something trumped up to freak people out. And that's why they, there's gas shortages, because people are panicking and buying like they were panicking and buying up toilet paper. What are you hearing out in the threat community as to what's going on with this pipeline?
4: okay first of all it's a real cyber attack okay um so let's just put that on the table okay um we know we know that the group doing it has been uh in business for at least since the summer meaning last summer uh 2020 and uh that we know at least from what the FBI is putting out and from what um we can see is that this ransomware is tracked to being inside Russia. We're trying to, the the government is not saying uh, whether or not these are like we've done before and track certain things to Russian government entities or Chinese government entities, which does make a difference. If this is a private entity, uh, the, the entity, the dark side claims that they do it to make money and that they don't attack uh, certain entities, including right. government entities, uh, you know, not schools, hospitals, nonprofits, but they, mm-hmm. they do attack attack corporations and they literally, the the uh, software that's being used, capture the system and they can either ransom that for money or say we have your internal data and if you don't pay us X amount of money, we're going to release the data or things like right. that obviously and in this case they actually shut down uh this pipeline which you know supply and demand right supply is down price goes up um should they pay seeing. the ransom
2: should they pay the ransom what no
4: ha- no, no. It's, it's the same thing as uh you know should we allow john kerry to commit espionage and treason with with iran uh, just to you know, get along with the Democrat Party. No, I don't think you should. I think you should. Uh, treat you know, people who commit treason should be prosecuted and uh, punished to the full extent of the law. And uh, people like this, uh, this needs to be taken. This is the key uh, as a national security threat because this is a this is a major issue that, mm-hmm. by the way, we've been talking about for years. Yeah, and critical infrastructure in this mm-hmm. country is uh not at all where it needs to be right um but that is the fault of several administrations republican and democrat alike
2: well um i I gotta get you back more often john guandolo because you always bring the real deal on the threats that we face tell everybody how they can get more information about you and your organization
4: well understanding the com is our Website, we are understanding the threat, UTT, and we're the only organization in America that gives citizens when, when citizens who are out there who are frustrated asking, What can I do? We're the answer. We empower you with training to show you how to map out the communist and jihadi networks in your local area and how to take actions not only to educate others, but to actually disrupt these operations very aggressively and lawfully across the country. And that's what we're doing, working with law enforcement as well and elected officials where they will listen and, and get involved, which we're finding that to be more and more the case today as things get worse. So go to com, sign up for the newsletter, get trained and get in the fight or run the war effort by donating and becoming a, a Minuteman in our program. So com is where it all begins.
2: Well, John Guandola, thank you so much for all you do. Have a good night.
4: Thanks. Look forward to being on with you again, Andrew.
2: All righty. Before we take a break, David from South Dakota is on the line. He wants to talk about the inflated RONA numbers. Hello, David. Is this Dave Franson? This is David Franson. Yes, it is. Well, hi. I, I, thanks for calling in tonight. We, I have such sure good, good a good time. I know. It's been a long time since you've called in. Thank you. What, uh, one what's thing on-, on my mind,
5: and it's kind of uh, just driving me bonkers here, is is our state COVID death toll for South Dakota for January is just under 300. For April, the state COVID death toll is just under 30. It's only 10% of the January number. And the media here will not report that they insist on using the cumulative uh, cumulative total uh, for all of the covid numbers going all the way back to the beginning of the pandemic. They Mm -hmm. they won't report that that the most recent full month is one tenth of what it was 90 days ago.
2: Right. Well, that's because they, they want to keep you gripped with fear. Because because as long as you're in fear, you're under control. And and that's uh, why they want to continue to keep the fear going until they get everybody vaccinated. And then once they get everybody vaccinated, then they're going to have more variants come up. Right. Uh, And then it's going to be well, you you know, now in the vaccines, you still got to wear the mask. And now we got the variants and then you got to have the booster shots. There's the, the plan is that we never, ever, ever return to normal. That's that's the plan. And the only way that we ever will will be if we take it back from the government. And I don't know that For we've sure. got enough Americans willing to do it. We we not, typically not I, I
5: don't see that yet.
2: I, I don't either because I think that that Americans are basically it's our culture to kind of adjust and adapt right you know to just we're just gonna we're like water right water always finds finds the path of least resistance in order to find a way to keep moving and that's kind of how we are as a culture and unfortunately that kind of as much as that's to our benefit it's also um to our detriment as well because that's that's how you can allow yourself to not even realize that you've you've lost everything everything you've because our individual freedom is really where everything is about. And um, I th- I thank you now. Um, am I right? Did you have coronavirus? Um, I didn't
5: myself, but I lost both of my parents. That's over right. Christmas. That's right. And, and so I, I understand your listeners. They need to know that I understand the pain that families go through in these losses because right. I lost both of my parents within 20 days of each other. That's right. Well, and um and, and so I do understand that pain. Um, but we're being lied to in so many ways.
2: Well, we are. And you're also an attorney, are you not? Yes. And that, I think, you know, is partly one reason why you're able to it, it go through that experience and not let uh, of the tragedy of losing your parents. Um, my experience with attorneys is that they're analytical and reason and, and use reason. Right. The, the law is reason free from from passion. And you're able to um, not allow the the tragedy to consume you from an emotional standpoint to where you can't you can't see facts. And you can't see truth. And
5: thank you for those kind words.
2: Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for calling in, David. And call in more often, will you? I sure will. Okay. Now, y'all stay tuned because we're going to take a a little break and then we're going to pick it up because there's some Republicans that are threatening to go third party if they don't get their way. We're going to talk about that when we come back. And I know Skins has something he wants to say about a certain person running for governor. Stay tuned.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
1: Andrea K, Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. This is all you need to know about Liz Cheney, right, trying to save herself. She's got the backing of OJ. You heard me, O.J. Simpson.
1: I'm done with orange <laughs> juice. Oh, sorry, wrong O.J.
2: Girl, when that's who you got backing you to stay in your leadership, that's not helping, O.J. So 100 Republicans, 100 re- prominent Republicans. Of names of which I don't even recognize, like some dude named Miles Taylor, who wrote an anonymous book bashing Trump in the fall. He says these 100 unnamed Republicans that are prominent yet to be named are going to leave and go start a third party if the Republican Party doesn't get rid of Trump. Good luck. Right. Hey, we're all for a third party. Right. If you guys want to, yeah, let let's tell them to go start that I third party. I endorse that plan. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, these guys made me laugh. Oh, it's oh oh they've got some big names like Tom Ridge, uh, Mister. Um, he was he was the OG of the DHS and, and spying on us with that with the Patriot Act under W. Yeah, um, all they're doing is highlighting that we've got a Republican Party that hates um, us. Seventy five million Trump supporters. You got something you want to say? Uh, just you know, all,
1: all this stuff about John Cox unleashing the beast. Uh, he's still not supporting Trump, and I'm still not voting for Cox.
2: Move on. There you have it. See y'all tomorrow night. Thank you to my guests, John Guendolo and Larry Claman. Peace out. See you tomorrow.